Welcome to the Fit and Fierce podcast, a show to inspire and empower you and remind you that we're all a little messed up and that's okay. I'm your host, Megan. And in my personal journey, I realized that the fiercest thing I ever did was to ask for help. I no longer wanted my story to rule me. I was going to own it and share it. And throughout each one of these episodes, I want you to remember that being flawed doesn't make you less. It makes you more. Hey there, lady. Welcome back. So happy that you are here, ready to kind of dive into whatever wormhole we go down today. And a topic that has been heavy on my mind recently, and that's been some a lot of conversations that I've had with people in my lives, not just around health and fitness, but around our just life in general, is this concept of ditching the black and the white, of really embracing both. Because guess what? You can be both. This was a term when I heard, I didn't really understand at first, and it took me a little while, but the more you dove into it, the more it just really made sense. The power of releasing this idea of perfection, the power of releasing this idea of being so far on one end or the other and just finding this middle ground where things get a little gray, that's where life sits. That's where we thrive. That's where we are the majority of the time. It's usually very seldom that something is clearly cut one full way or the other. And so this idea of embracing this amongst ourselves of the being both is a really bold move that you can take for yourself. If we look at it really truly around our bodies and around our relationships with food and ourselves and with exercise, you can be both. You can love yourself and want to change yourself. Nobody said when we dove into this self-love journey that now you're stuck where you're at. It just means that you're meeting yourself with love and respect and the changes that you are making are to better yourself, are to improve yourself, are to make you feel as glorious as you truly, truly are, as the glorious soul, as the person that I get to see. That's how I want you to feel. But we have to start doing that by stepping into that now, by showing yourself that if I'm loving of myself, if I'm showing myself respect, then the ways that I'm changing are coming from love. They're coming from respect. They're coming from a sustainable, real place. This was something I really had to come to terms with too, a lot about what healthy meant. I could live a healthy lifestyle and still default sometimes when I was emotional to eating peanut butter out of the jar. Is that the way that I always wanted to handle my situations? No, but guess what? That's emotional eating. And sometimes that is a thing that we need to do to soothe. And sometimes it just straight up tasted good and I wanted to do it. But I had to move away from saying, if I did this, I couldn't be healthy. Or I could only be healthy if I ate clean, exercised every day, pushed my body. In the times in my life where I was what should have been the healthiest, I was so far from healthy. 
I had a, such a bad relationship with myself. I was miserable. I hated my body. I was exercising to the way to the point of extent where I was breaking bones. My body was breaking down. I could barely walk up a flight of stairs without being winded. I was hitting the gym so hard. Everything else was sacrificed. I was eating so little or so clean that I was secluding myself. I caused myself amenorrhea, thyroid issues, hormonal imbalances, adrenal fatigue, all of this was a cascade from what I was doing when I thought that I was healthy. Now ask yourself, really, what's healthier? Somebody leaving, leading a balanced lifestyle and maybe sometimes eating peanut butter out of the jar? That's just my example. I'm not saying that's not healthy, but you get where I'm coming from. We all have our, we all have our pieces. Is that healthy? Yeah, that's life. That's life and that's an ebb and it's a flow. This is also something I had to really accept and talk a lot about with my ladies in the community and fit and fierce of this idea of being a powerhouse, being a boss babe, killing it, slaying it, just over exceeding all of these amazing things that you never dreamed that you could do, but resting. Everything is a yin and a yang. We have to have that one or the other. We can't totally rest and just do sloth mode. Nothing gets done. And we also can't run ourselves ragged until the point of burning out and collapsing because nothing is truly getting accomplished there. You know when you have a to-do list or a get-to list or whatever thing that you are calling it that week and it is zany and you're running around like a chicken with your head cut off and you're multitasking and you're doing all these things, you're not getting anything done. I don't anyway. I guess I won't speak for you. I don't get anything done that way at all. There's too many balls in the air. There's too many things and everything gets done half-assed. I know my work suffers when I'm trying to do too many things at once. When I have 10 screens open on my computer and I'm trying to flip back and forth, I'm not giving full attention to that. When I'm at the gym and I'm also trying to answer emails or be on my phone, I'm sacrificing my workout time to be on my phone. I'm not present with the people that I love if I'm sitting at the counter on my computer trying to do work. I'm not, I'm taking away from that. I'm losing that. So finding that balance of where can you be that boss powerhouse and where are you adding in rest in your life? Also too, thinking about you can be, and this is something I've had to come to great terms with, you can be a work in progress and still help others. A big fear gremlin of mine was, well, I don't have everything figured out. And what if people know that I struggle sometimes or I have this concern or this bad thought or this issue? They're not going to take me and give me the credit that I could to help them. Yeah, that's how you help people. You show up as your real, vulnerable, authentic self and people gravitate towards that. That's why I've hired the coaches that I have and the women that I have enlisted to be my mentors and to be my aides are the ones that have a story, are the ones that struggle and are the ones that show up on our coaching calls or in social media or with the people that they work with and say, guess what? Having a bad day today. This is what I'm dealing with. I've had to come to terms with that. That doesn't make me less than, that makes me human. That makes me relatable. And it doesn't take away from the things that I know and the things that I've learned and the way that I can help you, the way that I can help women. 
Also being okay with, it's okay to say that I'm a strong-willed woman. I've taken pride in that my entire life. That is something that has been ingrained in me since I was the tiniest of tiny, and I adore it. Women kick ass, and women are going to rule this world. We do, and we're going to continue to step into that power, but we don't do it alone. We ask for help. That doesn't make you weak. That doesn't make you a fraud that doesn't make you incapable of doing all the amazing things that you're going to do in this world that I'm going to do in this world. It's a community. We're meant to be there together. And that's so powerful to stay up and say, I'm asking for help. The beginning of this podcast truly says, and I stand by it to this day, the fiercest thing that I did was ask for help. Show up for myself. Asking for help was me standing in my power and saying, Megan, you have worth, you have value, you have something to give to this world, and you don't have to go at it alone, no matter what what that is. For me, that started with overcoming my addiction to exercise and disordered eating patterns, but that's come into play in so many different pieces. It's come into play in hardships that I faced in my life since, It's shown me in my business. It's shown me in the way that I help others that it's awesome to ask for help. You learn so much when you do it and people appreciate it. It's giving a gift to somebody else to allow them to share their talents with you, to share what somebody has to offer with this world. They get to give that to me. And that's making somebody feel really, really good about themselves. Life isn't black and white. We don't thrive in that. We have to start to learn to ditch the this or the that and just embrace both. I want to know, I asked this on social media and I'd love to hear from you. What is your both? Where is your duality? Where is the piece where you say, I have these traits, but these traits. I have some masculine and some feminine energy. I'm a go-getter, but I love my rest. I'm a foodie but I like to nourish myself. Where, where are you? Where do you sit? And maybe you don't know. Maybe you need to take some time to really truly sit down and think about what is both. What is something that you are currently working on to embrace that? I want to know. Make sure you hit me up on Instagram and tell me what is your both so we can celebrate all the dualities that each and every one of us hold within ourselves. Sending you light, sending you love. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fierce podcast. If you enjoyed it, please head over to iTunes, subscribe and download so you never miss an episode and drop me a rating and review. It's the best way to support the show and to keep more episodes coming your way. See you next time.